Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is yours truly, Arthur Motes, here with my amazing co-host, Mr. Wesley Euler, as we take you for the next couple of hours inside the electric factory that we like to call Steelers Blitz, right here on Steelers Nation Radio. So, without further ado, let's hop into this thing, because we know when it's a Wednesday in March, there is never anything to talk about there is never any content that comes our way this time of year except on a day like today (laughs) so with that being said how are you doing my friend i'm good partner and uh yeah you're absolutely right every time i think we might be running out of things to talk about here comes the good old content machine that is the national football league Ah, you know, just a pretty quiet Tuesday and Wednesday across the NFL. Not much going on. I mean, uh, you know, I guess there might have been a uh, quarterback that we might have had eyes on, potentially re-signed. That could have happened today. There also could have been a blockbuster trade for a Mm -hmm. Super Bowl winning quarterback that we might have had eyes on. And there also might have been an all-pro linebacker, inside linebacker, who might have been released. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. There is plenty for us to discuss, man. We got to discuss Aaron Rodgers re-signing with the Packers. Russell Wilson being traded to the Denver Broncos. Bobby Wagner, all-pro inside linebacker released. And we are going to drop our first mock draft today, ladies and gentlemen. So let's start with the Aaron Rodgers situation. Seeing him re-sign for four years, $200 million, with $153 million guaranteed. Your initial reaction, uh, reaction to that, were you surprised to see him re-sign versus going somewhere else? No, not really. Um, I think you and I talked about this with Chris Carter earlier in the week. It just felt like he was always going to stay in Green Bay. Um, the price that it was going to cost to acquire him coming off of two back-to-back MVP seasons, the scope of the NFC and his own division, which... Isn't that great? Isn't that deep? I think especially now when you consider that a really good quarterback just left the NFC for the AFC. We'll get to that in just a few minutes, I'm sure. Um, And as well, too, it's just kind of felt like an Aaron Rodgers move to me the whole time. You know, he is a guy who, let's be honest, and I say this as someone who's been a fan of him his entire career, but the past couple years he likes attention. He likes everyone to know what kind of mood he's in. And uh, I think, you know, he wanted to use a little leverage his power with the organization, maybe get a little uh, extra money on that contract, maybe get some of his guys on the roster taken care of as well too. So yeah, don't get me wrong. If Aaron Rodgers would have been traded or if Aaron Rodgers would have retired, it wouldn't have shocked me. But I, I did always think him going back to Green Bay was was going to be the conclusion of this. And uh, hey, you know, you get, a, you get a pretty nice salary bump out of it as well too. That never hurt anybody. Now, what do you think of the four-year length of it, though? Because, obviously, this is a guy that we both said, I mean, we could see him retiring this year, and we could totally understand it. He even talked about that publicly, that he hadn't decided if he would return or not, or even retire. So, with the length being four years, what what did you make of that? I was a little surprised. 
Um, would have thought three, maybe more realistically than four. I mean, he will be 39 years old this season, right? So he'll be 43 when the contract ends. Um, I see that West Virginia math. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Simple addition. I can do that one, baby. All right. Uh, what's 39 plus four? Eh, carry the one, multiply by. Whoops. Oh, I mean, uh, um, so I was a little surprised by that, but he, you know, it is. It's it's a new era. It's a new age. You know, a, a lot of these guys are going to be able to play into their forties. I think Aaron Rodgers is a guy that <laughs> he hasn't. You know, he's not quite TB twelve method obsessed, but he <laughs> takes he takes care of himself. Um, you know, he's been pretty fortunate these last handful of years to have a pretty good line in front of him in Green Bay that has done a solid job of protecting him. You know. He hasn't been like Ben Roethlisberger and been standing in the pocket like a battleship just taking shots for 10 years. Um, he's he's a guy who knows, you know, more so, I think, or not even knows more so, but just he's a guy who's been able to to limit some of those hits because of the style that he plays and because of the, the, the strong offensive line in front of him. So like, I don't think he's going to fall apart or anything. I don't think he'll get to the last year of the contract and we'll think it's a disaster, anything like that. Um, it's just, hey – you know, he, he has had fortunate, um, if you want to call it luck, he's had good fortune. Maybe that's the best correct, way to correct. put it in terms yeah. of, like, hasn't had major shoulder surgery like someone like, you know, Peyton Manning with the neck and shoulder, uh, didn't have the Ben Roethlisberger-type elbow surgery. You know, he's mm. he's he, to me, seems like a guy that continued, can continue to play at a pretty high level for at least the majority of that contract. Yeah, I would agree, man, because, like you said, he is a guy that, is healthy. He does take care of his body. He doesn't take a lot of shots. He's really good at, in terms of just getting rid of the ball faster, right? And he has had a really good offensive line in front of him. Now, how much does that change with the money that's associated with this contract? Because obviously we know that the Packers were already, you know, in a little bit of a cap-strucking situation, but you always have to take into account, maybe not this season, but the following season or the year after that. How does that impact them in terms of what they're able to do roster-wise? And right. those are some of the same questions that we had about, you know, if we were to bring him here, if we were to try to acquire his talents, some of the things that it would cost. And that's where we were really, you know, just trying to hit home in the sense of, do we feel that he would be worth this type of price? Do we feel that he would be worth, you know, multiple draft picks? And that's the thing that I think a lot of people were torn on. I mean, even us on this show to, uh, to an extent, Yep. We're kind of, you know, having difference of opinions of, man, you know, doing what it takes to get him for maybe two years and they give you opportunity to win now versus not acquiring him. But you have all these other pieces and it allows you to probably have that more slow grind. But then you probably can see these guys develop at a higher level and try to just get more out of them in that sense. But we know that's a lot more difficult to do versus having a guy like Aaron Rodgers on your roster. So with that, man. I still do have a little bit mixed emotions, dude. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie because even though we didn't necessarily believe that it was a high probability of him coming, still kind of wanted him to be here. <laughs> you know, if I got to be truthful with your friend. But, but you know, did you share those same sentiments, man? Would, would this have changed your mind if instead of it being a re-sign, if it was him being traded to another team not named the Denver Broncos? Would you have felt some type of way about that? Sure. You know, obviously I'd want to know what the price was. Um, I mean, if you if you look like, and again, we'll, we'll get into more Russell Wilson specifics here, but if you look at that deal, I mean, that was a heck of a haul. 
multiple first-round picks, multiple picks. Uh, Noah Fant, a very good young tight end in there as well, too. Uh, Shelby Harris, good defensive lineman in there as well, too. I mean, that was a haul. You know, so if you're asking me in theory, you know, yeah, would the Steelers get instantly better with Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely. Could they win the division? Absolutely. Could they win some playoff games and, and maybe even go on a run? Yeah, absolutely. But man, that haul would have would have been insane. And while while yes, again, you get Aaron Rodgers, you're a better team. If you tell me that it was would have cost two first round picks, you know, maybe a third from this year as well and another future, it would have cost you Pat Fryermuth, and it would have cost you I, I don't want to say Cam Hayward because that's too extreme of an example. But, you know, it, it would have cost you maybe Stephon Tuitt if things had played out with him normally. It would have cost you Tyson Alualu if things would have played out with him normally. Uh, man, I don't know. That's that's tough. Like, it, it really is. That's, that's a lot to give up, you know, for a guy who is 39 years old. Um, but now, is I'm that just, even what you – but even what you're saying that, you know – these quarterbacks, like you said, they play till they're in their 40s, mid-40s now. They and do. it's not – and you don't really witness a significant drop-off if they have the personnel around them, if they have the talent around them. And that's the only thing that always would make me hesitant when I would think about the negative of his age because the nature of the position and because the nature of how the game is being played now where you really can't hit those guys. You yeah. can't land on those guys consistently. Right. It, it really – puts their health at a premium. And I do think that that's why we're going to be able to continue to see him in particular age like a fine one, like we've been seeing with him. Yeah, no, it's a great point by you. It's, 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 it's the whole like opportunity cost thing, right? Because what would you have to give up to get him? And then what does that do to your roster and your ability to bring in rookies? Uh, the cap space as well, too. You know, we've talked a lot about, hey, the Steelers finally have some, some wiggle room, some significant space here for the first time in a long time. Well, that would be, you know, substantially less as well, too. So, but but it would be less in a good way because we'd actually have used it correct, on correct a big on move, a, right? Whereas on a guaranteed commodity, sitting, right? Right. Yeah, but if you're just you sitting there with the money, right? You don't want to just sit there and just not spend it, or right. you sit here and you're like, you well, we got a ton it. of players, but it wasn't. We didn't really make a splash. It was just a ton right. of like just average level guys, yeah. Or you could spend that money and it ends up those guys don't pan out at all, and then all of a sudden, you right, know, right. You, you spent money just for the sake of spending money. Mm-hmm. It's it's an interesting. You sound like my mom right there. <laughs> don't you, you had spend that money just for the sake of spending money? Don't Listen, you do that? It was, it was burning a hole in your pocket the whole time. I knew it. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's tough because you know that's the that's the hypothetical that we'll never know because again, you know if if and I'm going total obviously hypothetical here. If Aaron Rodgers goes to Packers management and says I'm never going to play another snap for you and I want to be a Pittsburgh Steeler, then then maybe that haul isn't quite, you know, you, you didn't have the right. you don't have the you don't have the leverage that the Seahawks had against the Denver Broncos to get that ransom for Russell Wilson. Those are the, you know, the the ifs and and buts and whats that we'll never know. Um but yeah, I'll say it th- I'll say this much because you and I we I'm sure I know our loyal listeners will remember this. You and I earlier like way back early in the Steelers season had this Aaron Rodgers conversation and could Absolutely. he be, could he be the next quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers and I was all for it. And man, we I got some mean tweets from some people that were you questioning, did. "Oh, you, you ain't did. really you ain't really a stellar and all this and how you're could you want loyal. her?" You're not loyal. 
if you would have told me back then, hey Wes, it'll be a it'll be a possibility this offseason, but he's gonna end up staying in Green Bay, I would have probably thought that I'd be more upset back then than I am now, if that makes sense. Mm. Like I'm no, that makes perfect sense, yeah. I'm I'm really not that bummed. I am I'm I'm ready for the uncertain quarterback future, Arthur Motes, all right? I haven't had it since I was like twelve years old. What does that even mean? <laughs> no one knows what it means, but it's provocative. It gets the people going. <laughs> I wish, I wish I shared in that same excitement oh, no. for the unknown. You've been in but the quarterback me, no man's land. I, I've, I've been there. I've lived that way longer than I've lived having the guaranteed quarterback. And I do think that's something that within Steeler Nation, especially our era of Steeler fans, we haven't had to experience. And I think for some it's exciting. But for those like myself who've experienced what that can really be, when you have to wait for a Jim Kelly and then all the way to a Josh Allen, oh, that's a long time. It's a long time. That's like that's like Bradshaw to Ben. That's a long time. time. Uh, absolutely. So that is something that makes me a little bit more reserved. It, it, it raises my anxiety actually when I have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't blame but, you. But but I do wonder this though, man. When we see a guy like Aaron Rodgers resign. What positive impact could that potentially have on a Mason Rudolph now, knowing that that's one less piece he has to worry about this offseason? Because you know he's a guy that's mm. going to be competing to be – he's trying to be a starter, right? Him and Dwayne Haskins. But not only are they competing against each other, they're also concerned about who the Steelers might bring in because what do we talk about and what has right. pretty much every, you know, radio, TV covering the Steelers. Right. So that's all you're hearing. Now, the biggest – what level of quarterback are we going to get, right? Right. And when you talk about what level of guy, Aaron Rodgers type, that guarantees what? Hey, man, he's starting when he comes here. But now with him being off the board, maybe that makes a Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins feel even more comfortable here and feel more invested here and say, you know what? Now I can really try to do something more. I'm really going to get an opportunity. So I did kind of think of that and said, man, this could actually be a benefit for us if, we still decide not to do anything this offseason at the quarterback position because, like I said, he was the first major piece, the guy that we were already talking about during season, potentially coming here. But what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, that's that's a good question by you. Um, I'll say this. If, if you're Mason, right, and you, you've known throughout this entire process that the Steelers the Steelers are going to add another quarterback. They, they, they just are. You, you know, whether it was going to be via trade, whether it was going to be a free agent, whether it was going to be in the NFL draft, they're, they're going to add another quarterback. I guess you can look at it and say, hey, all right, well, I know we're going to add one. I don't I, I'm, I'd rather it be a rookie or I'd rather it be Mitch Trubisky than Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or Derek Carr or Jimmy G. Right. Mason, I'm sure, is sitting there confident in himself saying, all right. If they bring in one of these retread, you know, quarterbacks, free agents, I can stand toe to toe with that guy. You, did you call them retread? That retread. just sounds so harsh. That's not that's the hip. That's the hip word. Retreads, you know. Retread. Oh, I'm just thinking about the times. Like, you want some retread? No, 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 bro. I need that. No, no. Don't, don't you do that? Don't you do that? Ooh, can we get the retread? Lord. Oh, all right. See, now, now you're making me. Now you're making me think I'm mean over here. If you Ooh. get. <laughs> If you get, get the, can I get the used section? I, I don't want this. I don't want the go. I want the used. Let me get the used section over there. 
<laughs> it's like when you're in Walmart or Target and they got the little $5 rack of DVDs. It's like, oh, those are the $20 ones. This is the $5 section right here. That's why I just feel like we talk. <laughs> yeah, you guys go over to Bargain Bin, grab some DVDs. You get two for the price of one over there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> if you're Mason, I think you, you, you've got to be saying to yourself, I can beat out Jameis Winston. I could beat out Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or, or some rookie. I, I ain't beating out Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. So, yeah, you know, I, I think everybody, listen, it made the rounds. I'm sure you saw it. It was all over Twitter. Everyone was sharing that Mason Rudolph interview that he did with Jim Rome the other day. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jim Rome was asking him some questions about Matt Canada and some questions about the offense. And, he didn't seem like the most confident guy. Let's just put it that way. In his inter- he he wasn't very um he wasn't very assertive in the interview. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And a lot of people put that out there and they speculate things like, "Oh, well Mason's not confident. Oh, Mason's not on the same page as Matt." I never like to look too much into that stuff. Y- you don't know. Maybe Mason Rudolph had something happen that morning and he just was out of whack, right? Like, I mean, you, you never know. Maybe maybe his flight got in late the night before and he was running on three hours of sleep when he went to see Jim Rome. You, you never know. But I, I, I obviously think that, again, he knows if they went out and brought in an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson or even a Jimmy G or a Derek Carr, that he was probably going to be number two fiddle again. Now, I at least hope he's saying to himself confidently, all right, whoever they bring in, I don't care if it's a free agent. I don't care if it's a, a first-round rookie quarterback. I'm going to win this job. I like your thought process on that. And I do agree with you on pretty much all of those free agents, except Jameis Winston. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think that, you know, he would beat out of Jameis. I think if Jameis came here, Jameis would be the definitive starter. And I think we would truly enjoy him just because of what he is capable of doing. That. 5,000 passing season, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions is real, but 30 touchdowns is just as real and 5,000 passing yards is real. Mason hasn't shown anything close to that potential just yet at the professional. That's all. That's the only one I kind of disagree with, but I do think for Mason though, man, he has to be a lot more confident in this situation. He has to, you know, take it by the horns, man, because he's not going to be able to control who we bring in. He's not going to be able to control what caliber that player is, or if it's the draft, what round, right? Because we've talked about it. You could get a quarterback first round. We might get a quarterback third round. Who knows? But all Mason can't control is what? What he does, how he prepares, Mm -hmm. and ultimately, man, taking this challenge on. And the same goes to the Dwayne Haskins as well, because he is the guy I kind of feel like we forget about, in a sense, when we're talking about who we're bringing in. We always just strictly compare the person to Mason. Is this person better than Mason? Is this traffic better than Mason? But we still know what Dwayne Haskins, he's a former first-round draft pick a couple of years removed, and he essentially had a redshirt year this past season. He was on scholarship. So now we're <laughs> – got a lot of scholarship guys, right? So when I think of him, I say, man, he needs to be looking at this the exact same way because I do think that he's in the exact same boat as Mason right now because neither one of them are the definitive, you know, or, or the definite – starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, yeah, you're absolutely right. You, you've got to be ready to sing for your supper. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I think, yeah, I think if you're Dwayne Haskins, again, you can, you can look at this positively and say, all right, maybe my, you know, the, if, if, if training camp snaps for the quarterback were a pie, Arthur Motes, okay? Tell me your favorite kind of pie. 
apple pie. If quarterback reps at training camp and in the preseason were an apple pie, Dwayne mm-hmm. Haskins has to be looking at that pie now and saying, all right, my slice just got a little bit bigger. You know, because, again, if they bring in Aaron Rodgers or they bring in Russell Wilson, <laughs> they can call it a quarterback competition all they the want. The pie it's is not. over. There is no it's, more pie. There that's, is no more pie. pie anymore. That no pie. Pie. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers took that pie and he took it back to the locker that's, room and he's right. he's he's eating it that's with a spoon. He, he didn't, he's yes. not even cutting any slices and putting it on plates. He's just eating it with a spoon like he's 19 and, and he years old. And he has his own ice cream. He has his yeah. own ice cream. Yeah. Like he's, by himself. Like he's, not, like he's 19 years old and seven beers deep in the dorm room just, just house and treats, <laughs> right? So, so uh, again, yeah, absolutely. It is, you know – those snaps are always going to be at a premium. Those opportunities are always going to be at a premium. I think even more so for Dwayne Haskins than Mason Rudolph. So yeah, if you're the if you're these guys, I think you look at it and you say, "All right, you know, I, I I'm still in it, and let's let's go to work and let's be ready because I'm going to have an opportunity. As long as Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson isn't the guy under center, I'm going to have an opportunity." And and you know now's my now's a, a real chance for me to make some noise. Yeah, you brought up that other guy, right? Russell Wilson. He was the other guy that you know was involved in some blockbuster news today. And like we said, man, keeping this conversation along with the Steelers here, man. When I think of Russell Wilson, man, I see the haul that the Denver Broncos had to give Ooh. up to acquire him. I mean, let, let's read it off in a sense, man. It was multiple first round draft picks. Okay, when we say multiple. I do mean multiple, two first round draft picks, mm-hmm. two second round draft picks, a fifth round draft pick. Then the Denver Broncos obviously traded quarterback Drew Locke, defensive tackle Shelby Harris, and former first round draft pick and a guy that we both like a lot, tight end Noah Font. When I, I know when so, I saw that, when I saw he was included, yeah, I said, "I say whoa." I said, "Hold on." I said, "This." I said, whoa. "This poor young tight end. He'd been waiting for a good quarterback his whole career, and now he just got traded for one." Yeah, that that Life's that was cruel. tough. Life's cruel. That was tough. So I looked at that and I said, "Man, we were discussing for Aaron Rodgers, just draft picks and maybe a player." The Denver Broncos. I said, "Man, you gave up essentially." Now we knew Drew Locke, regardless of if you know right. you were trading him or not, he was no longer gonna. You you wouldn't want to keep him on the roster with you bringing in a guy like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers type. But to throw in Shelby Harris, who is a starting defensive tackle in this league, and a good one. Mm-hmm. To throw in Noah Fant, who is, like I said, a really good tight end in this league, and young, and on the front end of that deal still. That, to me, just seems, oh, like, it's just massive. <laughs> like, do, in, in your perspective, do you feel like we would have been fine making that type of move for Russell Wilson? To give up, uh, essentially, a Mason Rudolph, a, we'll throw, we'll say Stephon to it, and then we'll say... Yeah, Pat Fryer move along with those draft picks for Russ. I don't because know. Because the he- and now you said you were a little hesitant with the Aaron Rodgers because obviously he was older. older. But like you said with Russ, man, he is super young. He's still he, what early thirties, mid thirties. He he no, could, early, he I'm could, sure, yeah, early thirties. Yeah, I think he's, he's thirty two. I think it is. Yeah, thirty two. He, he he could he could play at a high level easily for another seven, eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, I just man, I don't know. Like I really don't, because I look at this. That tell is me if a I'm, lot. Tell, tell, tell me if I'm, let's let's go through the list here, okay? Let's let's do this. Okay. We got we got like five minutes before we got a break here. We got time. Let's well, do, you know what they say? That's plenty of time. Better better offensive line last year: the Broncos or the Steelers? 
I would say Broncos slightly. Better weapons at the wide receiver and tight end position, Broncos or Steelers? <sighs> Broncos were banged up at wide receiver last year, man. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Ooh, I'm surprised. I mean, you're right. They were. Okay. They were banged up. That was maybe, the, that was, maybe, they were healthy. Maybe I should have said going into yeah. this year might have been the better way to put it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if everybody's healthy, then Denver, absolutely. Who had the more successful run? Not who has the better running back, but who had the more no, successful, the more successful running, running game? game? Yeah, it was Denver. Denver were, they, they had a nice roster. They just and, didn't have the quarterback. Remember, it was Teddy right. Two Gloves. Right. He was a little inconsistent this season. And, the, and their defense, while they don't have. T.J. Watt, or Cam Hayward, man, they got some really nice young pieces, and they have Von Miller for the first half. They of had it Von as well, Miller Patrick, before they traded Patrick. Patrick Sertain could be one of the one of the best, you know, young corners, and is one of the best young corners in the game. Could be one of the best yeah, corners in absolutely. football over the next decade or so. They also, you know, let's let's we don't have to like, you know, make any any uh, kid gloves with this. Use any kid gloves with this. Steelers had the worst run defense in the league statistically last year. Yes. So yes, I just man, I again. I don't know. I just I keep coming back to I want to build up the nest. If if we're having this same conversation next year, if we're having this same conversation a year from now, and the offensive line is improved, the defense has been replenished a little bit. You made you know you had you had two draft picks that came in and, and were impactful right away. Maybe a third or fourth who did some good things. You make two su- impact signings in free agency. Then I'm saying yeah. I'll give up some first-round picks, and I'll go and try and get that guy. I just – I don't think you can put the cart – even for someone as good as Russell Wilson, not quite Aaron Rodgers, but certainly one of the best quarterbacks in the league, I don't know if that's enough because he's been shorthanded in Seattle these last couple years, and and he's done enough to get them into the playoffs, and I believe they've even won a couple – a playoff game or two in the last few years. Mm-hmm. But that's you and I always, you know, we come back to this. What is the standard? Is it just being good enough to win the division? Is it just being good enough to win a playoff game or two? Or do you want to truly build a sustainable contending roster? And but does winning the division not matter, though? It does no, because it, you can't you can't does. get to a Super Bowl. I mean, that's a part of the journey, right? You have to win there to then get into the postseason. You have to win in the postseason to get to the Super Bowl. But I ask you, I understand the patience that you speak of. But at the same time, man, I do worry about what if we get left behind? Sure. Because we've already seen within our division, the, the tide has shifted. And around the patient. AFC now, there's some really good quarterbacks. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing for me where when I continue to look at this, I say, man, this is a little bit different. Under normal circumstances, under normal years, patience was perfect because we already had the gunslinger in place. We already had. The, the, the guy that can go out there and match right, right. those caliber teams. But that is the X factor that we no longer have right now. And this is another team in the AFC acquiring one of those X factor players. And that's the part for me where I just become a little bit yeah. leery, a little bit hesitant to be as patient. But I don't want to shortchange this part of the conversation because we obviously know we're going to go to break here because I don't want to get fined. I can't get fined, baby. Not this time. Not we're this time. We're just here so we don't get fined. Absolutely. But when we get back, man, we're going to continue discussing, you know, would we like to give up multiple pieces for a marquee, uh, a marquee talent? Or do we think that slow and steady is the pace to go? <sighs> and we got to talk about an all pro linebacker that just became oh, more yeah. of the market, ladies and gentlemen. But as you already know, this is Arthur Most and Wesley Euler on Stills Nation Radio. <laughs> 